and you believe there's no God? Uh, yeah. And why do you believe that? I just don't think there's any evidence that's persuaded me to believe that there's a God. And even if I believed that there was a God, because I do believe that we can't know for sure that there isn't. But even if there was, I, it would, I would have to contemplate quite a while to give away this life in order to have like a certain promised eternity. Or if it is, if there is a God, is he actually exactly as he was presented? So for me, it's just like, uh, you know, I'm going to be a hedonist and have fun in my life. And if I burn in hell, fuck it. Welcome to the Father State. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. The Father State is on Patreon. Click the Patreon link in the description to support our work. And I absolutely appreciate it. Hola. I have with me today Tara Badcock. She is a Twitch streamer and YouTuber. Tara, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. I was watching some of your stuff last night preparing for the, uh, the discussion today. And it is very, very, very interesting. Uh, oh, really? And so how long have you been a gamer? You, you walking down the road one day and you decide, you know what? I want to be a gamer. How long and what got your attention with that? I actually started gaming when I was really young because of my parents' influence, mostly my dad. So it wasn't something that I streaming was something I picked up later. But the gaming is kind of a lifelong thing. And so you, you is it mostly a guy thing to do or are there a lot of women involved now? Uh, there's definitely a lot of women involved, yeah. especially now that you can, you know, monetize it. But there's always women. I've always had a lot of female gamer friends and stuff. You are a gamer slash Twitch streamer. What is a Twitch? I'm an old guy, so I'm trying to figure out this stuff. What is a Twitch streamer? Uh, it used to be when I started someone who would live stream video games on twitch.tv. Now twitch.tv has everything. So you just live stream your life. There's IRL and also a big gaming. And so you've been doing this since age six. Am I right? Um, I don't remember the exact age, but yeah, somewhere around there, maybe even earlier. What is the best part about being a gamer and what's the worst part of it? Hmm. The best part would probably be being able to escape any kind of reality that you don't like and put you into the situation of many different characters, basically whatever you would want. I also think it develops your hand-eye coordination, your critical thinking skills. I think there are a lot of benefits to being a gamer. And then the worst, um, it can be an expensive hobby, I guess. <laughs> I can't really think of anything that's bad about it. Yeah. How old are most streamers? Uh, I would say between 18 and 30. Really? And from yeah. meeting the uh, streamer, what type of personality um, do they have? Most uh, streamers have the type of personality. Um, it's hard to generalize, but I would I would just say it's anyone who is OK with being in front of the camera and then every other subtype of person. There's no real like one type of person who can be a streamer. It's kind of like the same thing that you do, you know? Yeah. Just with games. <laughs> I noticed that uh, there are guys who are into streaming and that's all they do. They're like 
30 years old and 40 and and some guys are even living at home with mama and their streamers. Is there an age limit? You think there's at some point a guy or a woman should say, you know what, I'm too old for this. Let me walk away. I don't think so. I think it's making a profit. And as long as you can support yourself, then keep at it. Why not? So it's like going to work every day? It is exactly like going to work <laughs> every day. Sometimes even even more, especially when you go to the YouTube side of it, you have to like produce your content and everything and edit it and write scripts. Sometimes it's a lot of work. How much, how many hours do you put into your preparation and getting this stuff ready and doing it per day? Uh, I would say at least eight hours a day, but I have multiple news and revenue streams I do every day. So it's like, I haven't Twitch streamed for a while actually, because I've been so busy with YouTube and everything else. Do you have employees? I have an editor that does the preliminary editing, and then I have someone who does my finances, and that's basically it. That's amazing. Have you heard of a guy named uh, Destin? Destin? Destiny? Destiny. Yeah, yeah, that's actually how I know you from his clips and your interviews with him. Really? Yeah. Oh, I wasn't aware that you were aware of me, but thank you for coming on and knowing me. That's amazing. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so what's your impression of Destiny? Uh, I actually like Destiny because he's willing to talk about things that other people won't. And um, I think he's good at what he does. Yeah, he will yeah. show up, that's for sure. I always tell him that he's too old to be a gamer. Am I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> you're, right. you're definitely wrong. <laughs> He's a good. He's that a, whole that whole generation is still a game. That's like where gaming kind of took off. His generation, so everyone around his age group, our age group, we're like the same age. Maybe I'm a little younger. It we grew up gamers, most of us. That's amazing. Do gamers uh, truly live life, or are they just living their life through games? It's not real. I think most people have some form of escape, whether. TV or going to the gym or anything like anything like that is basically not living, quote unquote. It's just like having a hobby that passes the time that makes you, you know, feel better or unwind you from the day. So I don't think gaming is any different than that. It's just more interactive. It's like more interactive movies, basically. Yeah. And, you know, when you talk about like they're not really living their lives, I feel like you would be more talking about like video game addiction and pretty much anything that is fun can be addicting. So that's like a small subset of people who play video games who are actually addicted. Most of the guys, and not all, of course, but most of the guys I've met over the years that are into gaming, they tend to be insecure in dealing with people, reality. They're not very comfortable. And I don't know if it's because they have hidden behind the game for so long or maybe some other trauma happened in life, but they seem not to be able to be comfortable in the real world. Um, I think that probably stems from the nerd stereotype that isn't really a thing anymore. Like everyone plays video games now, but back in the day, like maybe girls were told that they shouldn't game and the people who were told that they should game were the people who were outcasts or whatever. But yeah. I don't think it's like that anymore. So I think if you're seeing that, it's kind of a rollover from an old stereotype that doesn't really persist anymore. 
isn't possible for a gamer to make enough money to pay his rent, buy food, have a car, have car insurance, and all that good stuff. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. There there are millionaire gamers out there. Oh really? Of many types, not just streamers. There's YouTubers. There's people who develop video games, game testers. There's a huge industry for gaming, and you can definitely make a very nice living off of it. That's amazing. I noticed uh, there's an entire YouTube channel. Your bio describes you this way. It says, body of porn star, of a porn star, mind of a philosopher, and heart of a gamer. Can you explain that to me? What is the body of a porn star first? <laughs> well, um, stereotypically, someone who... Uh, wears a lot of makeup and has plastic surgery to look kind of like the male fantasy, I would say. Really? <laughs> which is which is kind of my aesthetic, so it's just something I play off of marketing-wise. And so you intentionally did that to your body so that you can get the attention of males? Uh, I did it because I like it, but that's a nice. That's also a nice thing that happens, yeah. <laughs> how, how did you feel about the other other body you had before this one? Um, I was okay with it. I mean, when I was younger, I was pretty insecure. But by the time I got my like first like boob job or something, I I was just I know what I want, and I was like, I just want this thing. <laughs> you know, I actually liked my first boobs. Oh, you did. So if yeah, you like your first one, why didn't you just prop them up in one of those bra things that hold up tits? <laughs> they were quite small. <laughs> I don't think I could get this this look with those boobs, but oh. even with a wonder bra. Do you miss them? I, sometimes I do, yeah. When I'm trying on clothes, definitely. Uh, so how many, uh, what do you call them, titties? Breast surgeons have you had? I'm trying to find <laughs> the right word here. <laughs> titties works too. Yeah. How many surgeons have you had? Two so far. Wow. Are you going to do it again? Make them bigger? Well, mm, I'm not going to make them bigger, but like every 10 years you have to, you don't have to, but it's recommended that you switch them out. Oh, I but see. But the first time I did go bigger, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Do, do you feel better about your body now? Yeah, I think it looks better. Oh. I kind of detach like how it looks from how I feel about myself because my self-worth isn't really attached to the way that I look. Like it helps me in things, yeah, but right. you know, I, I like myself at every stage, so. That's not really a concern. So you're, ha you're happy with self, with yourself? Yeah. Okay. What's the mind of a philosopher? What is that, is that concerning you? Um, it's just another marketing thing that I use because on my YouTube channel, I'll often talk about like different topics. I'm really interested in, in philosophy and stuff like that. Yeah. Not so much how it like funnels over to real-world politics. I kind of just like to talk you know, philosophical topics and thought experiments and stuff like that on my channel. Uh, really lightly, not nothing too heavy, but uh, something that I'm really interested in because I feel like it fuels uh, self-improvement. Right on. Did you go to college? Uh, I went to college for just a little bit, and then I spent the rest of my college money on the boobs. So not really. <laughs> you better <laughs> I don't off. have a degree. <laughs> I was better off at least financially, for sure. That's right. It better waste some time in college. And the heart of a gamer, exactly what, is, what does that mean? Well, gaming is such a big part of my life that if I was going to attach any word to gaming, it would definitely be that that comes from my, you know. It's like a big part of me. 
I got when I turned eighteen, I got a tattoo of my favorite game on my foot to like remind me of where I came from, uh, gaming wise and yeah. like the good times in life. I noticed on your YouTube channel, you talk a lot about sex and relationship. Um, is it hard or difficult to be so personal on the internet about your relationship? Not for me. Um, sometimes for my partners it is. So sometimes I can't talk about my personal sex life. But for me, it's I'm an open book. I've never had a problem with that. Really? Yeah, no, I, I was surprised to see that you were real comfortable. You're just sitting there having fun and just, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> are you concerned at all about what other people think about you concerning that? Um, no, not really. I think once you become comfortable with yourself and who you are, you stop really caring what other people think about you, especially yeah. people that don't matter in your life that you don't know or you never see again. So when you're out shopping for grocery, well, you may use Uber food thing, right? Do you go out into public shopping for groceries and all that? Yeah, I do. And do people look at you weird? <laughs> yeah, it happened a lot more when I was younger, but yeah. I think the tide has changed for being sexually open or dressing provocatively. Also, I live in Las Vegas now, so it's kind of weird. It's it's everyone's kind of like this here. Oh. It's par for the course. Oh, good. And how has your attitude changed toward relationship since you became a, a streamer? How you at one point you were one way, and it changed to what? I don't think anything has changed for me because I was a streamer. I've seen other people have issues with dating other streamers or people trying to get at them for clout and stuff like that. But I've never really had that problem. I kind of stick to like a tight knit group of people and just avoid usually dating other content creators or anything like that. Right. Do you have you ever had a stalker or anything? Stalker? I have. Yeah, a few. <laughs> and so how do you deal with them? Um, you know, you, <laughs> I'm a big, uh, second amendment advocate and right I just, uh, protect right myself. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, when you, when you have sex with different guys or you're dating, I know you're dating now, you have a boyfriend now and do they ask you about your past or do they just um, get in and pick up what the other person left off? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so some people ask, most people don't. I think it depends on how secure you are with yourself if you ask about past partners. Because for me, I'm really curious about my past partner's exes. And a lot of people are just like, I don't want to hear that. Like, it's in the past. It, I don't want to get jealous or whatever. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. They ask you about your past and then you tell them. Now you got to <laughs> deal with the jealousy problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not worth it sometimes. And so do you get rid of the guys that are jealous? Um, I like a healthy amount of jealousy, so no, but if there was someone who tried to control me because of it or, you know, didn't respect me because of it, then yeah, probably. All right. Um, do you believe in open relationships? I was in an open relationship for over 10 years, so Whoa. I do, I do, but I don't at the same time. I think it's a, a very personal choice that hasn't really, it, it's, it's different for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so you prefer not to have an open relationship, even though you have done it? Um, I wouldn't say that. I would say 
I would prefer to go a case by case basis. Um, I'm not really a, a, a big fan of trying to like tie myself into a specific category. Like there are some people where it's more okay. Like if you have like a really great bond of trust and like both of you want certain things and I think it's more okay than, you know, if you have a partner that just wants to not do that or, yeah. you know, yeah. isn't as trustworthy, you know? Um, I noticed you have a boyfriend now, I guess that's from now, uh, bec um, is this an open relationship with him? <laughs> um, I can't talk about my current relationship. Oh. Not my choice. <laughs> well, that means it's not open. <laughs> not necessarily. <laughs> you, you can make your own inferences. Oh, okay. Guesses. He seemed kind of shy. I don't know. But is he like an alpha or beta? Beta! <laughs> Oh I am not doing this. I am not talking about him. <laughs> Next question. Do you prefer an alpha male or beta male? Better question. I definitely prefer an alpha male. That's for sure. Have you ever dated an alpha male? Yes. And why do you much. prefer a beta, an alpha male over a beta male? <laughs> <laughs> well, the distinctions are a little silly, but I prefer the typical depictions of masculinity that's kind of what turns me on so yeah whatever you would consider alpha is the thing that i would go for yeah and what's wrong with a beta male um i don't like men who don't take charge of their lives or even who don't take charge of me a little bit I rest uh, my who are that's insecure, right. like that <laughs> i don't like any of that stuff so it's yeah you look like an alpha male kind of a woman i can't Imagine you with a beta male. It would be too boring for you. <laughs> it definitely would be too boring for me. Wow. Amazing. And so you can't tell me if your now boyfriend, your present boyfriend, is an alpha or beta. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not going to talk about him at all, but we just talked oh, about what okay. I would and wouldn't be with. So oh, I think well, I can, uh, I can assume that he is an alpha male since you're still with him for so long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess, yes. How would you handle it if you came home one day and there he is laying up with another woman in bed, moaning and groaning and making noise? Well, see, that that's <laughs> me talking more about my relationship and I can't do that. So, But you like open relationships. I do. From so time what, to time. It shouldn't be a problem. Like, oh, honey, let me get in and join. <laughs> <laughs> That does sound like a fun fantasy in general, yes. Uh, how would you define a real man? Um, I mean, it's it's subjective, but I would say a real man is someone who uh is protective, uh has drive, drive in every aspect of his life. Um I like uh, secondary male sex characteristics and just muscles and a nice chiseled jaw, stuff like that. Yeah. But I also like just like, you know, darker eyes, a more masculine voice, um, nice big hands. So for me, a real man is just like a man who cares. But a man that I would be attracted to, right. that's a different story. Oh, well, I have one for you. Chris, <laughs> you just described my engineer. Oh, come, yeah? Come she, said, she says dark eyes. I have... Beautiful blue eyes. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, my God. Sorry. Come over here for one minute. Let me see what she think of you. I want you to meet Chris. He's my... <laughs> I don't have any makeup on or anything. Uh, so he's like good, regular good. right now. He, he didn't know he was going to be on. And can you, can, you, can you see him? Can you see him? I can. And what do you think? 
He's all right. I mean, I don't like the mustache only look. I feel like you need to grow in the rest of the facial hair with it or, or lose <laughs> the mustache. I just have, I only have stubble right now. Yeah, you need a little more or a little less. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> how, about, how about the eyes? Blue eyes. I can't tell. Oh, you can't if tell. If they're blue, I can't go with blue because no one can try to out blue my eyes. So, <laughs> yeah, point I, of contention I, there. I do, I prefer blue eyes uh, on a woman, that's for sure. But yeah, I, I, I would want my children to have blue eyes as well. So you have blue eyes. Good chances eyes. with double blue eye genetics, right? Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even take a chance with any other kind. How about the blonde hair? Yeah, I like blondes too. Is it natural or? I'm a have... natural blonde, but I dye it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right well, we have to bring you down to LA. We're gonna have him grow a beard. How about the hair? <laughs> the hair's fine. I like the hair. I'm Thank cool you. with that. Okay, well, we're going to make the necessary changes, and <laughs> we'll either bring him to you or you come to him. <laughs> right on. She has Sounds to come to fun. me. I'm not, I'm not going out there to her. Ooh. Oh, an alpha response. Wow. That's right. Alpha. <laughs> He's an alpha white male. We call him crazy white. And the, the cool thing about him, you cannot cause Chris to doubt his whiteness. It doesn't matter what they say about it. He's holding on to his whiteness. <laughs> Good. Gotta stay strong. <laughs> and stay strong. Um, do men and women have different roles when it comes to relationships? Oh, that depends on the particular relationship and the people inside of it. I really don't care. I'm more of a libertarian when it comes to that kind of stuff. Like yeah. I have a I have like ideals for my own relationships, but not for anyone else's. Right. Do you uh Oh, so I got to ask then, in the relationship with a man, what role do you live? Um, well, I, I like to be submissive, but at the same time, I'm not great at being that domestic. So I would rather just like hire out all the domestic duties. <laughs> I mean, I, I do some laundry. I'll do some cooking sometimes. But yeah, definitely not take charge always kind of person. Yeah. Um, you advertise on your only fan page. Um, so exactly what is an only fan? I'm learning a lot. Of, I learned a lot from you already just by <laughs> going over your, your material last night. What is an only a, uh, fan page? So it's kind of like a Patreon, but it's more geared toward like uh, nudity, sex work, stuff like that. And um, so you, you pay to be on there kind of like Patreon. And you see, like, the main feed. But then you can also, like, supplement your income by sending extra things through messages that they have to unlock with extra money. So it's kind of like a good platform for that kind of thing, for the tease. Right. And for the sexy stuff. And so is it uh, pornography? Uh, I think it's a subset of pornography usually. There are some people on there that just do regular content. But uh. it's, it's mostly sexy stuff. Really? And so yeah. do you take you get naked on your OnlyFans page? I do. You do? How much does it cost to get you to get naked? <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's a complicated question. <laughs> but, um, I mean, sometimes I'll send out uh, unlockable messages that are like 10 bucks. Other times I'll fundraise and I'll get a couple thousand for like a really big set or something. And I do that usually once a month. Whoa. That's amazing. And so... I know you don't want to talk about your boyfriend, but yes or no. Is he okay with this? 
Uh, yes, I would not be with someone who wasn't okay with me making my own money, especially because of how much I make. It would just be illogical. It would be an illogical amount of jealousy yeah. at that point. Yeah. And does he ever show a little jealousy? Like, you know what? I wish you wouldn't. Don't take it all the way off. <laughs> I don't know. He, he's pretty laid back. Oh, he is? That's all you get. Stop asking about him. I know. What other question about that? And then it won't be about him. It's about you. How did you meet okay. a guy that's so willing to go along with you on this? I don't know. Do you work out and all that at a gym and all that? Yeah, I do. You do. And on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate your body? Ten being best. Um, my body, I feel like right now, like I like my body, but I like everything about myself, you know, but like <laughs> my body in terms of fitness right now would probably be like a, a six, I would say. I, I want to like lose fat. Basically, that's all. Yeah. But yeah, in terms of like, like I uh, lift weights and stuff and I feel like if I just got the fat off, I would look pretty damn good. So are you careful how you eat and all that kind of stuff? I am, but then when, on my cheat days, I kind of have like a pseudo food addiction. So it's like I'll I'll just undo everything, and it's it's quite hard for me to to not eat when we go out and actually have like good food and stuff. That's amazing. Um, I almost hate to ask you this, but I need to know, right? Uh, on your only fan page, how do I? I want to make this clean because you're such a nice lady. Uh, you're not like an Amber Rose. If this was Amber Rose, I'd be. You know. um, <laughs> Ask me anything. D don't sugarcoat it. Oh, okay. So on your only fan page, do you like act out sex? Do they want you to act out as well? Uh, they want me to. I draw the line at anything that would make me or someone else come. So, well, not someone watching, but someone who's with <laughs> me. So I, I don't do any masturbation, no actual sex, nothing like that, no blowjobs, none of the actual porn stuff. I'm more just like a you know, soft core, non-penetrative stuff. Oh, I see. Would you do it if the money was right? No, I wouldn't. Oh, I would yeah. do it. Uh, there, There's like very few things that would make me do it. It's not really about money for me. It's like I like sex so much that I don't want to turn it into a job. And one of the things that's hottest about me like having sex with someone is that no one really knows my O face, like my orgasm face in real life. <laughs> like it's like the the fans don't know the O face. It's only the people in real life who do. Oh. And that makes it that keeps it special because you know I I do agree that it's a little weird. Like if you're uh, for me personally, like people are fine with it. But if you're dating a porn star and they see like everything that you do, yeah. Or if you're like webcamming all of your sex, it becomes a job and less special. Amazing. So you have an old face. Can we get a little <laughs> example of your old face? <laughs> no. <laughs> Very secret old face. Chris, would you like to see your I'm o sure all of you guys there have an old face, too. Everyone has an old face. Come on. <laughs> Is the uh, only fan uh, a positive or negative influence on society? That's a tough one. Um, I don't know. I would say it's just different. It's like society is always evolving and you can always find a reason that something might be a detriment or a benefit. So it's hard to say. Yeah. You ever think about that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I mean, not in terms of like whether or not it would change my mind. Definitely not. Um, I'm more 
I'm more I'm more toward people just being able to do whatever they want and if they have to grow new ways of coping with it then that they're just getting stronger. Yeah. Honestly. So whatever you have to do to cope with it and still have a healthy mindset just do that and don't shelter yourself or anyone else because you're too weak to handle something. I noticed that and I was a little surprised because I didn't understand it I think but I noticed that on your page, you don't seem to care about right or wrong or any of that. So whatever you want to do, whatever you want to be, you should just be that and do that and to hell with what anyone else think about it. Am I saying that wrong? Um, I think that uh, good and evil are kind of societal constructs so that and I think everyone's an amalgam of good and evil. No one's like holy good or holy evil or whatever. So I think it's up to there. Are like a few factors in what we would generally consider good and evil, and one of it w- would be like the laws in society or like the norms in society. And I don't feel like those are objective. So for me, it's it's a little bit of a gray area. Like, so I, I for me, it's just like don't hurt anyone else. Yeah. In a very explicit way, don't hurt anyone else because obviously people could be like, oh, you hurt my feelings or something. And I don't care about that. But like <laughs> an actual, like demonstrable hurting someone else or telling someone else that they can't do the same thing that I'm doing, which is doing whatever I want, that would be, in my eyes, wrong, but not objectively wrong. Oh, I see. What does your. So I just don't do that. Yeah. What do your parents think about what you do? My parents are extremely supportive. They actually watch like a lot of my videos and stuff. Really? So they know what I do. They've been fine with it. Yeah. Your father too? Your father? Because normally men are not okay with their daughters or sons doing certain things. The mother tends to accept it because women are more illogical than men, right? So your father's (laughs) okay with this too? Um, yeah, uh, my parents are hippies. They're just like, do whatever you want, happy hippie people. And, um, I'm sure my dad has had awkward moments, but he supports me because I'm happy and that's like all he cares about. Do you have a plan to get married, have children? I don't want children. I would be open to getting married. Um, but I kind of think that it's just kind of a contract. I would be open to settling down as if I were married. That's for sure. I was when I watched your stuff last night. I was thinking about another woman that I interviewed by the name of Amber Rose. Are you familiar with her? I am kind of. Yeah. And she started the slut walk, and the reason for, it, according to Amber Rose, is to take away the shame of being a slut. What do you think about that? <laughs> um, I'm not into the hyper feminist stuff. I I kind of think that, uh, you know, they're like. Society is going to do what society wants. So if you try to say like, hey, society, stop thinking this or that, like it's it's going to come off as like cringeworthy and over proactive. I don't like the activist stuff. You know, if you don't want to feel shameful because you're a slut, don't. That, yeah. That's it. You don't need to tell society that they need to not feel shame if they do or be overbearing about your positions. And so you're not in support of taking the word slut out of it, taking the shame out of it. Um, I mean. I have no shame in that word, but it's whatever whatever people want to think. Like, I just think the movement aspect of it is kind of dumb. But oh. if society stops thinking that sluts are shameful, that's great. Like, because then less people are telling other people what to do. So overall, it's a good, but 
the act of trying to force it on people with a slut walk that's obviously going to turn a lot of people off yeah. and make people never change their minds is like not the right course of action, in my opinion. Have you ever been called a slut? Oh, for sure. And how did you, how did you, how did and do you feel about that? Um, I don't really care if people think I'm a slut. I think by definition, I'm, it depends. Like what, what, how do you define a slut? Because if it's having sex with a lot of people, I haven't. Um, but if it's like dressing provocatively or doing something like selling your body online or whatever, I definitely do that. So I'll own whatever I am, you know? So I say that women and, and I had this conversation with Amber Rose during my interview with her. And I said, she asked me, what was a slut? And I said that any woman that has sex with a man out of wedlock is a slut. And she's like, well, what is a man that has sex out of wedlock with a woman? I said, slut maker. Do you agree with me? Do you agree with that? <laughs> Based on your definition, yes. Uh-huh. I get it. I mean, it takes the agency away from the woman's decision a little bit, but sure, why not? Yeah. What do you think about women who want to act like men? They want to, they think they're equal to a man. What do you think about that? Uh, equal to a man in what way? And that they can, whatever a man can do, they can do it too. And in some cases, they think they can do it better, whatever it might be. Um, I think there are women who are better than men at things that men are traditionally better at, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't really care. If they are, they can prove it. That's, you know. Um, I can't think of one thing that a woman can do better than a man. <laughs> one thing. Give, right. give birth. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's a, that's a, uh, a punishment. Is it a punishment? Yeah. I mean, t- I, I tend to agree based on my opinions, but. <laughs> <laughs> Women act like that's a blessing, but really that's a curse. Because of what you did, you shall be punished in birth. Birthright. Uh, having a baby. Oh, man. So I got to ask you, in one of your videos, you said you lost your virginity at 12. Is that true? It is true. It was actually 13. Actually, I found my diary and it was right after I turned 13. So was that change Was that traumatic for you? No, I felt like it was I was pushing him to do it. We were both the same age and I was like, I want this. I don't know. Let's do it. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah, I've always had a really high libido ever since I like started puberty. So. So at 13, you know, you met this other 13 year old guy and you're like, you know what? I got to have this. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. And why? I don't know. I was horny. What do you want? We we were together for like almost a year or something. Obviously not not real t- together because we were like twelve or thirteen. But still, I, I feel I felt like I was being as as smart about it as I could have been at that age. You know. Amazing. <laughs> and so, were you disappointed after you did it? <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, it definitely wasn't great on the scale of all of the sex that I've had, that's for sure. But it was an experience, and I feel like getting that out of the way with someone that I really did like at the time was fine. Did he, was he disappointed in Atherwood? I don't know. It didn't seem like it. Oh, it is. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes when you're a virgin and you, the first time you have sex, Ather's all said and done, you realize, well, that was a waste. It really wasn't what I thought it would be. I mean, that happens with casual sex with adults, too. So, yeah, 
<laughs> you recently made a video that oh let me, was that with your first boyfriend? Uh yeah. Oh, and have you seen him lately? I have not seen him for like fifteen years or. So did you yearn for him afterward? You know how with the first like with the first girl I had sex with her. She became, you know, special to me in a way because she was the first. Was it that way with you and this guy? Um, I mean, it felt special, but it wasn't any, not really. No, it wasn't any more special than just like, oh, I can say that he took my virginity or whatever. It, eh, he's yeah. as special as he was, you know. I saw him recently. He weighs about 400 pounds. He ball. <laughs> no, he sits on the couch, eat all day, playing games. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> you recently made a video that was uh, a guide for men to get better at sex. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that. Um. Well, I I used to do a series called Sex Ed with Tara, and then I kind of like ran out of topics, and the sponsor for that video wanted me to start it back up. So I was like, oh, I have like this like a few tips that are just like pretty standard that like everyone should kind of know to get better at sex and um because i i hear a lot of, okay so on OnlyFans you can talk to people through messages right and i hear a lot of the problems from the guys on there about their relationships with their women and stuff and i get asked for advice a lot so i was like okay let's lay out a few ways that men can actually be cognizant of what a woman needs in bed so that the woman will actually give him more sex because a lot of the problems I hear from these guys are like my girlfriend is pretty much asexual uh. and it's like well are you putting in the effort to actually make her come so that she'll want to fuck you again because oh. <laughs> <You know? laughs> have you like have you ever had to have a boyfriend or have sex with some guy and he wasn't doing it the right way. You're like, no, no, don't do it that way. Do it this way, uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, for sure. You stopped in the middle and said you're doing it the wrong way? Oh, I, I don't, like, make a big deal out of it. But you could just, like, move somebody's hands or, like, guide them a little bit or later be like, yo, you should try this. You know, I don't try to ruin the mood with it. But <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever gone through it and you're, like, laying there chewing gum, can't wait till it's over? Not usually, to be honest. I, I'm pretty easy to please, but I mean, there have been times where it's not as good as other times, um, and there have been some guys that like weren't great. But that was a long time ago. It's been a while since I've had such bad sex. Yeah. Do you ever fake it, like uh, 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 but it's not real? I used to fake it when I was younger. Now I don't because <laughs> okay. it's like counterproductive. You know, like you don't want to make the guy feel like he's doing everything right when he's doing everything wrong. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Do you prefer older or younger men? Usually older. Yeah, because they're more mature, huh? Yeah, and it just makes me feel younger. You know, that's nice. Right on. Just, anything that makes me feel smaller, younger, more fragile, I like that. Did I tell you that I'm learning gaming? You are. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. What's my thing? JLP Plays. I want you to check it out. Let me know what you think. I will. That, that's actually amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. I had no idea it was so fun. My producer, Nick, better known as the Anchor Baby, he's like, come on, Jesse, let's play. Let me set up a game of thing. We'll get that going. At first, I said, nah, who would have waited some time doing that, right? But then I started doing it. It's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. And time goes by just like that. Yeah. Real fast. It's, so, it's great. 
So check it out. Let, drop me a note or let me know what you think, all right? I will. So I got to ask you a few other things. We're running out of time. Morality and God. Are you a Christian? Uh, no. Are you, what would you, are you an atheist? Yeah. And you believe there's no God? Uh, yeah. And why do you believe that? Uh, I just don't think there's any evidence that's persuaded me to believe that there's a God. And even if I believed that there was a God, because I do believe that we can't know for sure that there isn't. But even if there was, I, w it would, I would have to contemplate quite a while to give away this life in order to have like a certain promised eternity. Or if it is, if there is a God, is he actually exactly as he was presented? So for me, it's just like, uh, you know, I'm going to be a hedonist and have fun in my life. And if I burn in hell, fuck it. <laughs> <What the laughs> in hindsight that might be horrible but you know whatever what the have you always <laughs> felt this way <laughs> pretty much i think when i was younger i believed there was a god just like at face value because like people told me there was yeah and then when i became more i was like a teenager or something and i was like uh eh, i don't think so and then i just further i i used to really dislike religious people and then i realized like the reasoning, like even if it doesn't exist, I realize that there are some people who need it as either like a a guiding light in life. I realize that there might be societal repercussions if we don't have that kind of, yeah. you know, moral goods and bads. So for me, jury's still out on whether or not it's a good idea overall to have religion because religion's also done a bunch of stuff. So I just don't really care. Like believe whatever you want. And I'll support that. Are your parents atheists as well? Um, no, they they're not really devout in any way. But I think my dad's a Christian and my mom's a Lutheran. And so, where do you get your sense of right and wrong from? Um, I mean, I would assume whatever my environment when I was younger and how I was raised as a kid, and then what I've seen demonstrably to be bad or good, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. And what's your purpose in life? Uh, my purpose in life? Well, in what way? Because biologically it would be to like reproduce and further the species, right? But I don't really care about that purpose. So my <laughs> purpose is just to, you know, have a, have a good time and do as little damage as possible. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and so do you ever have moments of uh, a feeling of emptiness or inner conflict and and... Do you have those moments at times? Not really. Like something is not missing. Not really based on like, no, not really based on like purpose or like, I don't have like existential crises or anything like that. No. Really? So you never feel empty at all? No, not really. That's amazing. Are you easy to work for or do you get kind of bitchy at times? I'm a control freak so <laughs> I, I i'm not I, I guess i can be bitchy if i know you really well but i'm more of a control freak yeah so like when someone's editing my videos i'm like oh i wanted that footage to look like this and then it's like really hard to explain something so specific so i'm trying to just be like oh jesus take the wheel on a lot of stuff because <laughs> <laughs> i it's i spend so much time doing things that don't really matter that much in in the way of making money but yeah. that make me happy and i have passion for but at the same time, I need to balance my time because I want to get back to streaming more often and right. doing everything else, you know. It's interesting an atheist calling on Jesus to take the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's an expression. I thought you would appreciate it. All right. I love it. Uh, are you a feminist? I wouldn't call myself a feminist, no. And what's your impression of feminists? Are they hurting or helping society? 
It depends on, I, I think whether or not a movement is hurting or helping society is based on how radical the person is. So like if you're pushing your views on someone and not letting them find out the quote unquote truth for, for themselves, like it's never going to work. And I thought of the newer waves of feminism have been very and very black and white in their thinking to the point where like people have just made them into a meme <laughs> where they like, <laughs> it's just like, well, it's kind of like vegans, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. What's your impression of vegans? I used to be vegan, but I was never one of those vegans, you know? Yeah. Get it. I get it. Like from feminism and from veganism and even with like Christians and abortion, I understand that you like, you're like, this is the righteous path. Like people are dying. People are being hurt or animals are being hurt or whatever. So like you feel like this, like it has to change, you know, and I get where that feeling comes from. So I can like empathize with all of these movements. But like if you really care and you like calm down and use logic and reason to do it, you're not going to change anyone's mind by being overbearing about any of this. Yeah, stuff. that's for sure. And so I uh, got to ask this and then I'm, I'm going to put you on the hot seat here. You got to put you on the hot seat. So when you saw my video with Destiny, what was your what is what was and is your impression of me? <laughs> I think that Destiny kind of destroyed you, to be honest. You did? You yeah. do? In what way? Uh, he He's just a really fucking good debater. I don't know. Like, really? I don't think there's... Uh, there are a few people who I feel like can stand up to him, even when I... Because like, I don't agree with everything he says. Right. So even when I disagree, I'm just like, this person didn't do a good job of <laughs> destroying <laughs> him on anything. So, Yeah. Amazing! It's a it's a fun fun videos to watch for sure though. No, I like having him around. He's I like the fact that he's not afraid to debate. He he doesn't run from situations. And though I don't agree with a lot of things he says, and he's a but beta. I mean, not all beta, but beta a little beta. <laughs> what, wait, what about like him? him is not beta? I need to know. Um, <laughs> I believe give him one compliment. Yeah, that's not beta. Yeah, not beta. He's not afraid to debate. He he will show up. It doesn't matter if there are ten against one. He's he whatever his beliefs are, he's not afraid to present them to anyone. That's pretty alpha. I like that. Yeah, that's alpha. I like that too. So listen, I gotta tune the heat up and I put you on the hot seat and I need you to answer these questions as quickly as possible. All right, let's do it. The hot seat. Is America the greatest country in the world? I think so. Are you in favor of open borders? Uh, not really. Is sex love? No. What is love? Uh, caring about a person. Do you support <laughs> Black Lives Matter? As a movement? I'm not sure. Some aspects. Amazing. I, um... Have you ever had an abortion? No. Do you support abortion? Uh, uh kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm conflicted, ambivalent. Yeah. Do you support the Great White Hope? <laughs> Who's the Great White Hope? <laughs> you have not heard of the Great White Hope? No. I have a running war. Oh with my the God. They are among the most dishonest human beings on earth. <laughs> Is that what you call him? <laughs> Welcome to the Great White Hope. 
no, no. So I don't support any politicians, to be honest. <laughs> um, have you ever done meth? No. <laughs> Who has more privilege, black people or gay people? I don't know. Is Joe Biden alpha male or beta male? It <laughs> seems beta. I don't know. I'm sure he has alpha characteristics somewhere. Is it possible to have perfect peace? No. Did you have fun? Yes. Actually, I did. Amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. I want you to tell the folks how they can get you, your information, whatever you want to put out there. This is your chance. Uh, sure. Um, uh, YouTube.com slash Tara Babcock vlogs. Instagram.com slash Tara Babcock and pretty much everywhere else, Patreon and OnlyFans is going to be slash Tara Babcock. Amazing. Tara, thank you so much for coming on. I absolutely appreciate it. I enjoyed the conversation and uh, we'll have you back again if you will come. Thank you. All right. Sounds good. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good one. Thank you all for tuning in. I absolutely appreciate it. Don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe share ring the bell you can ring my bell ring the bell support the merch we have amazing merch and uh let me hear from you thank you so much for tuning in next time on the fallen state society in general is clearly not valuing father's roles i mean these poor guys come in here and they had no idea they were important mothers give kids dreams without the combination kids will not succeed and men often have the incorrect idea that if they're nice to the mother of their children she'll be nice to them no, no it's like blood in the water man watch shark week i find that women plan for divorce and they have their ducks in a row and they got money stashed and they lost all their baby weight <laughs> they got their roots fixed don't make her think she has power she doesn't like when i represent women and i'm like you, you shouldn't do that with your kids you're like oh you think you're a better mom than me? The shift of the world. Yes. My dad and I discuss it all the time. He's always acting like he's got it all figured out. I'm like, mom is a saint, dude. It's not that you're some good dude. <laughs> that she doesn't believe in divorce and she's just going to pray for you. So yeah, I get hate mail all the time and sometimes they spray paint my office. watching the fallen state we need your continued support donate to my nonprofit here subscribe and like the videos here and tell everybody and their mama about the show